0: Even to be, it you can't play the fool. happy hump day everyone i am brian o'neill
1: and i'm coach k together we make up queen city poly a podcast dedicated to discussing polyamorous relationships and other forms of ethical non-monogamy
0: Due to the explicit content of this podcast, we would advise you to listen with headphones or while you're in your vehicle. Or don't. I can't tell you what to do. Enjoy the episode. Welcome, everyone. It's episode five. Episode five. Glad to see everyone make it into the new year. This is our first time recording in the new year, so uh, we're really excited to give you some content. We've been busy trying to figure out life as it goes along yeah a lot of changes coming up so just trying to weather the storms
1: Mm
0: -hmm. yeah we're moving in a few weeks
1: might have to deal with some snow
0: might a little dusting a little bit light dusting it's been pretty interesting how's your first 15 days of 2018 going it's cold yeah right yeah you didn't move down here for this.
1: No, I did not.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. On the behalf of the South, I'm sorry. You know? But back home is like two degrees for you, though.
1: Yeah, but now I'm all used to this. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's good, though. I don't know. I'm, kinda, I'm trying to enjoy the moment, but I'm also like, uh, I want to be in the new place
0: yeah i'm ready to be in a new place i'm tired of it's like on and off like we'll have a 60 degree day and then a 25 degree day yep i need some consistency
1: yep i'm ready for warm weather i'm ready to have moved already i don't know i don't like the limbo yeah but i'm trying to get over that because that's life
0: yeah other than that though all good healthy I did a big boy thing I got a physical this year
1: thanks I, to coach K yeah
0: I haven't gotten a physical since I was like 17 I was a little nervous
1: your wife never made you a physical appointment
0: no I don't think so mm-hmm. I mean she went to the doctors and stuff so like that, but I is
1: isn't that what you're supposed to like you get married and then you're like your wife tells you to do shit and then you're healthier
0: I guess so I mean she told me to do things but I well, yeah, glisten that's mm-hmm. probably why I'm not married but mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, also today is Martin Luther King Jr. Day, so happy MLK Day to everyone out there. Hopefully, you got the day off, got a chance to listen to I Have a Dream speech and reflect on how our country has fallen from that dream severely.
1: (laughs) Or just not made as much progress as we would have hoped.
0: We took a lot of steps back.
1: Uh, Yeah.
0: Well, you know. I mean, we get to be together without any repercussions, though. So it's that's
1: legal cool. for us to marry. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Not bad. <laughs> <laughs> you got to take your wins when you can, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. We don't control the world, so...
0: Not bad. All right, so you're probably wondering what the hell we're going to talk about today. So, well, we wanted to corner the subject of coming out. So, coming out to your friends, family, coworkers or whoever about being a polyamorous person. This is something that we personally don't have a ton of experience in because one my experiences coming out wasn't that wasn't that like dramatic. Dra- yeah traumatic or dramatic. It was just kind of oh okay I'm like fine. This you're just a guy that likes women. But for you you're more careful careful about your things also because of your work environment also yeah. yeah
1: yeah we don't we don't have a lot of fun personal stories about this although you can always tell that fun thanksgiving story you have maybe later. was it
0: thanksgiving or christmas it's one of them
1: no i think it was thanksgiving
0: yeah my aunt said what she said mm-hmm. yeah, that was funny.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe we'll make them wait till the end of the episode to hear that story
0: yeah I gotta remember I don't I can't rem, I don't know if I can tell that story and it'd be funny and also devastating at the same time.
1: Hmm. Alright, will ponder on that.
0: I will I will chew on that.
1: Yeah. So uh but in general, other than just our own personal experiences coming out, we wanted to talk about why we even have to talk about this in polyamory. Um, because it's not the same as other people's processes of coming out about things that are more innate shall we say
0: right with with some of the way we see or at least I know for sure myself is that I don't see sexual orientation and relationship orientation as the same on the same playing field as far as when it comes to coming out and rights and things like that because, so far as to my knowledge, not peop a lot of people haven't been killed in America for having a different relationship style. And that's not saying they haven't endured hardships, but with sexual orientation, people are literally being murdered, um people are you know being thrown out of their houses. By their parents and stuff like that. And I know that does happen in the polyamorous world also. But I think with sexual orientation, it just seems like it it needed a a bigger civil rights push than what comes with being polyamorous. I do think there's benefits of coming out, but it's not necessarily a necessity, it seems like, for some people.
1: Right. And depending on how you structure your polyamorous relationships... It might be kind of weird to come out, except for to the people that you're dating, because if your partners don't really interact or if you essentially some of your partners are just like could pass as friends to most people mm-hmm. and like, I don't know, there's like this weird line of at what point is it just too too much information, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, you can overshare a little bit and just give a little bit too much information that's needed for your life. Like, I probably didn't have to tell people at work, but I just like freaking people out. So, mm. and I wanted to, my position is like, it's not like the challenge. I want to challenge what they think is normal and then and then compare it and see, like, what's their happiness looks like and things like that. Right. And I just feel more comfortable, I think, because I'm a guy.
1: Yeah. If
0: I was a woman, I probably would be a little bit more reserved.
1: Yeah, because we do share that pastime of freaking people out. I do love to do it. I just... Yeah. Worry more about my own personal safety than you do. Yeah. In some situations, at least.
0: Yeah. So that's kind of what we see as far as like the difference between sexual orientation. Not to bash the poly community, because I know we have flags and all that great stuff. (laughs) But I just don't think we necessarily are on that same playing field when it comes to safety now. It does look like, in the legal world there's still some some progress to be made there because of with, um, like, custody with children and mm. things like that. We're hearing about people using that one spouse's polyamorous to kind of shed a negative light on the other person of saying why they're not fit to be a parent, which is super fucked up, so...
1: Right, well, but, like, I don't know. I think the distinction is more that, um, <clears throat> like... There are hardships all around. I mean, I could be fired if I was, like, more out at work. No no problem. Just uh-huh. like someone else. But um, I wasn't born this way. Like, this is a choice I make to uh-huh. structure my relationships and to be out about it. Yeah. Um, it's not like I'm being told I can't love you. I mean, I'm kind of being told I shouldn't love more than one person, but, like... I'm kind of just t- being told to be quiet about it. No, I don't know, uh-huh. because like even in the mono world, um, you could like say that you still want to have sex with other people, or you could say that like you find people attractive, and that's totally okay. You just gotta say you're cheating or say you want to be monogamous. <laughs> yeah, and you're still cool. It's not like, you know, I like women, and i and people are like causing me hardship based on like who I love. Yeah. in that way
0: yeah it's it's definitely a difference but like I said want to respect both sides but
1: but why do we say like why do we even say coming out like do we, we need like some people hear me say like I'm not out or I haven't come out to somebody and they're like what are you talking about you're not mm-hmm. you're not gay like what? what are you saying yeah But it is a coming out process, too.
0: Yeah, because when you're not out about it, then you have to censor your life around people, which the more we do that, the less we feel authentic in the real world. And we want to be as authentic as possible because this makes for a healthier person, healthier relationships. You want to talk about the different experiences you have with your your friends and family members and the people that you love, and it's hard to do that when you have to keep disguising it as, oh, this person's just my friend, or,
1: mm-hmm.
0: or you have to completely not even acknowledge that you know, so and
1: so spent else. the night or whatever it yeah.
0: is. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's why it's really important, just because it creates a healthier community mm. of people. Mm. But so in this process, most people want to say like, well, who do you tell first? Who are the allies in polyamory? I would pick out people that are usually part of the LGBTQ plus community because they understand what it's like to be stigmatized. Sorry. Dog. Um, what do you think?
1: Um. Sounds good. Yes, but yes, that's but it kind of sounds like you're just like, who would be friendly? And you're trying to find people in the world that are friendly. Um, how I would answer this is kind of, who do I tell first? I tell first the people who I share a lot of intimate details about oh. my relationship with. Like, if I talk to my best friend about, like, our disagreements or uh-huh. the, it like idiosyncrasies, I don't know, like the little details of our lives, or whatever. Um, It's gonna be harder and harder for me to leave out or disguise poly-type stuff. Like, if a normal thing I would tell her is I'm going to the store, and suddenly I can't tell her I'm going on a date, like, that's fucking weird, and I'm probably gonna be like, alright, I better come out to her, because I am now, like, purposefully, like, lying by omission. Like, if I tell, if I have those kind of conversations with my mom or my sister then I'm going to probably want to come out to them um and I, I think it's going to start there with like yeah. friends and depending on how close you are with your family like the people that you really share a lot of detail with in your life um
0: do you throw feelers out there do you start talking about open relationships in a way that it's like a third person looking in a subject and just asking them kind of like what they think about those sort of things and that'll gauge how comfortable you feel or...
1: I mean, if we're talking about like a brand new friend, Mm -hmm. yes. we're talking about a friend I already have, no. But I like freaking people out.
0: True, yeah, and if it's a friendship level... 'cause this came up in the black and poly post of um about if you tell your friends or not, or mm. and or if like do y'all lose friends over mm-hmm. telling people that a lot of people were like, well, if you lose them, then like are they really your friend from mm. that mm. but I think with us, we don't really have those type of friends, but there are people who are in more religious communities that have friends that are tied to like churches or really conservative views and or like have had bad hangups about cheating and open relationships and things like that so it would would put a strain on their friendship because they're seen as like that person especially if you're like a solo poly person with like a married person and your friend is married and now all of a sudden you seem like a threat to their marriage or something
1: and especially with like new friends where you want you aren't sure like you haven't laid that groundwork of trust um and people make a lot of assumptions i don't know if you if you bring it up right off the bat some people might think that you want them to be like that too or they might just feel pressure um to be okay with like very okay with it and and know a lot about it um and there's just not that level of intimacy between you um, developed. So, like, kind of feeling out how open they are in general is a good rule of thumb for, like, new friends. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, me personally, I mean, if you're my friend, I'm just going to kind of say... I mean, I'm going to say I'm not going to go into crazy detail and not stop. I'm going to obviously, yeah. like, see how you're reacting to the to the boring details first. Yeah. I'm not going to go straight into, like... I don't know. Yeah. Other talk, but...
0: It's a... I guess when you're trying to tell people... I would just also, like, if you just don't feel comfortable at all... I would just, you know, go online first (laughs) and and just like listen to other people's stories or just get start to get real comfortable with who you are first i guess so you can explain what it is so that you don't mm-hmm. sound like a person that doesn't have it together mm-hmm. um as far as like what what it is and what you're doing because
1: yeah find some poly community online or yeah. in the real world like we talked about on previous episode i think episode two yeah and um seek out some community that that already is very well versed and very okay and living this life um and talk to them when you're like brand new and then you know like date and have partners and then i feel like sometimes you want to talk about it but Mm -hmm. everything is like so abstract that it just feels really weird like even for me like it feels weird coming out to some people because like unless i have a, unless i'm trying to tell them i'm about to go on a date um, i don't really have like a lot of partners to talk about so yeah. it's like it just it just feels weird bringing uh-huh. it up
0: yeah that makes sense
1: you know unless you're like unless you're
0: talking about me about like a situation with me or something like
1: right that. and those are those are more likely like times talking about like a partner of yours but even then a lot of times it feels like TMI because it's like these are more friendships like it's not like we fight or like we have a lot of disagreements around the sex or something so I don't know unless you're making some weird joke on Facebook that my dad sees I really don't yeah Yeah. sorry dad I mean dad was
0: ready to fuck me up man (laughs) I don't want no smoke no problems All right. Next point is the stigma. Stigma, stigma, stigma. What are the stereotypes about polyamorous people?
1: Well, as a man, you're a commitment phobe. Mm. Um. That is hasn't grown up yet. Mm. Yep. And. Uh, mm-hmm. You don't respect women. Yep. Um. Let's see. That's what they say. And you want your cake. Want to have your cake needed too.
0: I want my cake and I want to eat it.
1: Um. Yeah, you're selfish and you're childish. And
0: I'm not a real man
1: because yeah.
0: I don't take. I don't have just one woman. Yeah. I build up my kingdom.
1: And no matter what I say, you're treating me like shit.
0: Yeah, people keep thinking that. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, she, she probably just does that to go along with it. I'm like, no, she's been doing this longer than me. Like,
1: <laughs> yep. All right. So that's what they say about you. Did I miss anything?
0: Nope. All right. about
1: it. What do they say about what me? What do
0: they say about the women? Well, first of all, nymphomaniac, because you're just out here banging it up with all the people. Yeah. Can't control your sex drive. Um uh, you uh, I don't know they just think that you're a wretched woman and What does that mean? I don't know that sounds like an old term for ratchet. like ratchet wretched it's not ratchet wretched
1: What is that what's that um
0: They think that you have a lot of partners as mm-hmm. far as like sexual partners
1: mm-hmm.
0: They think that You're sh-
1: so PC about this. Am I PC? They think I have a lot of partners. They think I'm a slut.
0: Well, I, didn't, I don't like using that
1: term. <laughs> <laughs> PC, this is what I'm saying. Um,
0: I, I personally don't feel comfortable saying
1: that. We're trying to say what they're saying about... Yeah, they call you,
0: you a slut. All right. This yeah, is that's not what they say. They call you a slut. They... Oh, especially since you're white. There's like, oh, only a white woman mm, yeah. will agree to that yep. shit. <laughs> that freaky white women, yeah, Like, only white women. Like, actually.
1: Yeah, I have heard that multiple times. Yeah? Yeah. From multiple people I was talking to, actually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah black women don't do that, apparently.
0: Apparently not. Mm. But, um, Ex- I can say for sure that, that they do. Except that they do. do. <laughs> yeah. Black women definitely do. They just might not be open about it, maybe. I don't know. Um,. And, and that you're just doing this and like you're you're gonna turn me monogamous. Oh yeah. You're just doing this until like I grow get up. Get you hooked. Yeah, you're gonna cowboy me in. and get, or, the, and get the ring.
1: They that's say what it's the all opposite, about. right? Because you've had some friends that are like, she's just like that. Do the same thing that um, they say to you that say I'm not serious about
0: you. Yeah, I've heard people. It's say like both that. ways. You're just. Playing with my heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just
1: having fun. Yeah.
0: While I'm over here in love. You know, I don't
1: really love you because I don't... Yeah. Then I would want to commit.
0: So those are basically all the stigmas that comes with being poly. And, well, at least that we've experienced or at least heard about or felt. But add that with children and the family and you get even more stigma. I can't even imagine that. You're just a heathen. Yeah, I can't even imagine that with having children and saying like, you're not raising the kids right and what would the kids think and...
1: You care too much about sex.
0: Yeah. Put your kids first. People forget that kids get here from people having sex. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: It's very important to our
1: And if anyone's having intentional families, it's probably the polyfolk.
0: Yeah. So, those are some of the stigmas. I would. There's. From what I've seen or heard about, there's not a lot of people, like, getting crazy things done to them or, like, stigma. I mean, other than that, like, if you're comfortable being called a slut and. You know
1: people telling you you're not committed or serious yeah. relationships
0: and you don't care about any of those things and you'll be fine which slut shaming is a whole thing in itself which the sex positive community is trying to get around um, or trying to educate people about but women are the worst to women it seems to me I mean granted dudes like do physical shit to you but you know, mm, yeah. women like there was women gosh. defending at my job, like defending what's that guy's name? Which one? Matt Lauer. <laughs> Which Matt one? Lauer, I have no clue. One remember. of those old guys. Yeah, they're like defending yeah. Matt Lauer. I was like, he had a fucking button in his office. Close mm-hmm. the door. Gosh, that shit's weird. Like, I'm sorry. I don't need a statement. <laughs> like, something won't right.
1: Yep.
0: So yeah, so those are stigmas. Um employment. I would say that unless you are employed as a person of in the sex positive career work and things like that that you should tread lightly on this subject at work unless you feel 110% confident that you know you won't get fired or unless you don't care about your job that much, I don't know. Yeah. I I have to work so.
1: It says the out person at work.
0: Yeah, but it's different. They already think I'm weird though, so that's why I just added that to the to the pile. That's some
1: male privilege right there.
0: I know it's really bad. I feel bad that about it's it. it's just
1: like a quirky thing about you. Yeah, it's You're like not oh, like man. a super slut that we need to like side eye every two seconds. If if I told everyone at work, <laughs> like, can you even imagine?
0: Yeah. Yeah, you would yeah, you would get the like was it Scarlet Letter or some yeah. shit? Yeah. That's bad too. And considering the fact that they don't like know you in that way. No. And you
1: know they'd I mean? think I'm like out here doing crazy shit. Yeah. And they'd think I'm, you know, DTF some
0: shit. Yeah. That's another thing. Once people find out you're polyamorous then obviously you're down for everything like you're <laughs> consenting to everything you're kinky. like you're just yeah you're kinky you're You've a got nudist lots of partners. you're like got shit ton of partners you're all down
1: you like casual sex yeah what?
0: yeah they it's a lot of things that people just start to just think about you Yep. it's like nah it's like no yeah it's still a, a process <laughs>
1: yeah so uh unless you work for yourself um yeah make that decision with caution especially as a woman
0: yeah um i've i'm more out so it's hard for k to be in (laughs) so
1: true you make my life complicated but i kind of want him to fire me (laughs) so that helps
0: yeah and once we like you know Write books on polyamory and stuff like that, that'll be enough for us to live off of for at least six months, so that's cool.
1: No. <laughs> we'll figure this out.
0: Yeah, we'll just be a tag team of Uber drivers.
1: But you say I'm a bad driver.
0: I didn't say you're a bad driver. I just wouldn't drive the way you drive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would just not do what you do. Right. Not saying it's bad. Obviously right. you you've gotten home every day. It's so true.
1: That's a vote of confidence
0: right there. All right. We talked about a lot of negative or stigma things. Let's talk about something positive. If you come out, you're being visible for the community. Sometimes. You're being visible for the community, which means that the stigma slowly starts to wither away as more and more people. our friends and family members with polyamorous people and we real they realize that we're not these crazy um sex addicts that can't control ourselves we are just like everyone else
1: yeah but don't feel like you gotta be that person for the community though no that's a very personal choice it is
0: i'm just saying like these are some of the positives of coming out it is Just like when people come out with their sexual orientation, Mm -hmm. it kind of... Is that that
1: your favorite part of being out?
0: Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like I am...
1: You know what my favorite part being out is to the people I do come out to? What's that? I really like the look on dudes' faces when they realize that there are women out there that like... Mm. Genuinely... I don't know, are are sexual beings that have their own agendas. And there's, like, this look they get in their eyes sometimes where it's like, wow, women are people too.
0: (laughs) I guess that's your feminist side (laughs) coming out or whatever. Like, that's what you really like. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Because, like, there's this look that they get sometimes that's just like, I didn't know there was women like you out there, you know? Mm, Yeah. It feels like the narrative is constantly you know fuck your happiness like this is what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Marriage is miserable. You know what I mean? Like right. look look at all of our cultural examples of like you're just supposed to suffer together. Like all this stuff where Yeah. and then, you know, a lot of the times the story is that the woman wants it which is not true. Yeah. Most of the time um but the story is it's the woman's idea and the woman wants it and then women are fed the idea from a very young age that this is what you want and this is what you have to demand from men and I mean when I was like first starting to date and stuff like that's what I thought like if you don't try to nail him down then he doesn't respect you or he won't respect you and stuff like that so it comes from all sides but um, I think a lot of dudes like They think that the only way to make a woman happy is to be exclusive and commit to her and, you know, make yourself small or or Mm -hmm. say no to a lot of your desires or whatever. You can't be your whole self with a woman. Yeah. Um,
0: That's the narrative that's out there.
1: Yeah. To the point where dudes are, like, closer to their friends than they are their, like, spouses.
0: Yeah, it's and that's what I what I like or what I see myself as I see I want to use my I guess yeah privilege Mm -hmm. of being of the ability to be out about that to kind of be a person that tries to push it forward and get it so that men and women are able to be out and not have to worry about negative things happening to them just because of that. Right. Because that relationship style doesn't put them any type of morality on who we are as people. Yeah. We're we're no better or no worse than a monogamous person they chose that style, right? So we're just
1: trying to live
0: yeah.
1: our yeah. own path and yeah. be ourselves in our relationships
0: what everyone wants is pursuit of happiness and that's what we're trying to do and we want to be able to do that without any repercussions from governments and employment and all the other things mm-hmm. so this is kind of my ways is, is being visible for that um, granted like I said like you don't have to think of yourself in that way. As a black person, I used to think a little bit too much about being black. And it becomes, like, overwhelming because you feel like you have an entire race on mm-hmm. your back. And that's a lot of pressure for anyone. Yeah. You know? So, do know that the moves you make and stuff like that, once you're out, people are going to start identifying, like, oh, that's that's what, what poly, poly people do. People do. Mm-hmm. And it's
1: a small Mm -hmm. community of at least people who are out. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And you have to own it if you're going to do that. Um, And it should be, like, it shouldn't be this, like, heavy, heavy burden. It should be a weight lifted that you are out. Yeah. Like if you and if it feels like such a heavy, heavy burden just being out, then maybe you should just, you know, keep it to yourself a little longer.
0: Yeah, I mean it's still it's still not normal yet, so you can stay closeted and you know, be with your partners, let your partners know so they don't out you by accident, things like that. Um but yeah, go at your own pace. Um do what you feel comfortable with right now. And then, as you become more comfortable and confident in who you are and your relationship styles, then I say "Go for it." I mean, the community's there for you when you do do that, and they're there there's to support you. that's what the community is there for so um and that was our last bullet point. was basically just going back to what we said in other episodes. Just connect with poly community it's just i recent had I recently had a friend text me while um her boyfriend had went out on a date with someone and Um, it's good to have someone that you can talk about those things with because you might not be able to do that with any other family members or friends because they don't understand and they would just say things like, "Well, why do you even let him go on dates with other people?" Mm -hmm. And that doesn't help you during that situation if you're feeling if you're having feelings about something and you're not sure how to process it. Um, So that's why to me the community it's It's helpful, stop that, Charlie. Stop that so any last words?
1: I want you to tell your story.
0: Tell my story
1: so it was fall <laughs> um you were seeing me, and uh. A couple of other people. We're in the mix.
0: (laughs) I had some relationships going. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And you were going home for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Alone. Yeah. As a recently semi-recently separated man. Yeah. So this was probably your first Thanksgiving home without a partner in quite some time. Yeah. And you decided, (laughs) I'm going to be, I don't know. I you forgot. Took A vow of honesty.
0: <laughs> yeah, they. It was my mom, my mom's sister, my aunt, and then my cousin.
1: What was harder, coming out as Polly or coming out as dating a white girl?
0: Dating a white girl is way harder. <laughs> <laughs> dating a white girl is definitely harder to come out. Uh, and my grandma was in there in the room.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, my grandma so and my grandma's thing. friend. And yeah. my grandma's friend was so chill, cause she was just like, "Hey, I say do what you do, baby."
1: Like, <laughs> I was like, "Yo, this lady."
0: <laughs> but yeah, so they just asked me, like, if I had.
1: So what? Growth. So someone's passing the peas, and you're just like, "Hey, by the way."
0: No, they cornered me. I was sitting at the table, and they're just like cornering me about.
1: Oh, you know, of course,
0: because they want me to get married again, mm. like right away, and um. I haven't
1: even divorced yet.
0: I know, and then. She, I was saying, I was saying, like, you know, I don't think I'm going that route again. And there's like, my mom thought I was gay. So she was waiting for me to, like, (laughs) say I'm gay. And I was like, I'm not gay. Sorry to disappoint you. Um, but.
1: (laughs) She was ready to love you anyway.
0: Yeah. That was really sweet of her, though. Mm -hmm. Like, I was like, oh, she was probably, like, Googling shit and uh, how to have a gay son. I was like, look at my mom. Um, but no. Uh, they were asked, I was like, no, I think I'm gonna just not have like a wife, or and I just rather have like, you know, girlfriends, or <laughs> and like, and I talked about a situation where it was like you and someone else was over, and then my aunt eyes got big, and she was <laughs> like, what if when that girl gets jealous and she tries to poison your cereal? And I was like, what <laughs> why would why would you do that It's <laughs> like, you don't know how these women are, they pretend like they fine, and then they they want to get you they want they want you all to themselves, and I was like, no i don't I don't think that's how that works, like I think mm-hmm. they're fine I think they like it, yeah, like they never said anything, um, <laughs> but yeah, that was kind of how that went and so what you,
1: every, so wait, 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 <laughs> somehow you started talking about how me and another person was in the same room with yeah I don't know how
0: I can't remember how that happened oh my goodness I didn't tell my I didn't talk to my family about a threesome I did not do that
1: okay interesting
0: I don't think I did that there's no way I did that in front of my mom I might have been drinking I don't know
1: you can't drink at the house
0: this was at my aunt's house oh okay where there was like still some leftover E&J from like two years ago
1: (laughs) my word
0: I'm off the bottle now, though. Liquid courage. I'm off the bottle.
1: And he comes out, starts giving up way too many details. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I get transparent, you know? You know? But, anyways, my family still loves me.
1: <laughs> they love you. Yes, they do. We're good. Mm-hmm. You know? They still, you know, it doesn't mean they understand everything. They True. still make little comments here and there about making sure you're taking good care of me. Yeah,
0: no. Yeah, they still operate off of that old model. And my mom calls. She's like, what is Kaylee cooking? And I'm like, you know, well, we're doing
1: pizza. <laughs> yeah. But lately you've been able to answer that a little bit. I've been cooking.
0: Yeah, vegan meals.
1: Does that freak her out more? If
0: I can get my mom to make a vegan meal, I think I've made it in life. Yeah. If she can make a vegetable without putting... Butter. What? Yeah. Pork. Or pork in it. I think I've done my
1: well,
0: job on earth. Wow.
1: Well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anything's possible if that happens. Mm-hmm. And then I just gotta get my friends from back home to start eating chitlins.
1: <sighs> yeah.
0: That's terrible. Anything that comes in a like plastic bucket...
1: That's
0: disgusting <laughs> Pig intestines Yeah Oh boy They'll learn someday That is our episode for today We hope you enjoyed the content Feel free to email us at queencitypoly@gmail.com at For questions about polyamory Or relationships in general don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and write us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to this podcast.
1: Queen City Polly comes to you from Charlotte, North Carolina. Special thanks to Charlotte-based artist Black Linen for lending us his track, New Day, featuring Nige Hood, from his album, First Saga, available on SoundCloud and Bandcamp. Stream his latest album, Black Linen 3.0, on Spotify right now. You're welcome.
0: You have any last words,
1: my dear? Hmm. Yeah, come out if you want to.
0: Yes, come out if you want to. Do your thing. Be you. Oh, I wish we had. I wish we had that song. I'm coming out, and I want the world to know. Gotta let it. That's what you're going. Yeah, that's what you go. It's a coming out song. At first, cool. I had the closet song by Eminem, but that was more like skeletons in the closet <laughs> right <laughs> cleaning out my closet Sorry,
1: Mama.
0: <laughs> look what you did to me mom <laughs> <laughs> angry white man <laughs> it's
1: a different way of coming out
0: yeah only Just, he oh, could make, oh he's cleaning out his closet cleaning out his closet yeah because he's yeah. got skeletons in there yeah it's not the same
1: no different yeah. closets